I'm Cody Goff, and this is Jonathan Martin, and we're doing a bit of a format change because I like to steal ideas from Game Life Balance Australia, basically. I don't, they, I don't know what that is. What is Game Life Balance Australia? Is that like a, is that like a, um, is that like a kids show? What is that? It's hard to describe. It is hosted by AC Champ Yoshimura and Rob, Uncle Stabo Jonathan Martin, Rob. I believe his first and last name is Rob. It's like Mario Mario, but Australian. That's a really complicated name. They are two Australians, and they battle fire tornadoes and uh, baby parenting. And probably poison things because they live in Australia, I would imagine. But mostly fire tornadoes. Apparently every day in Australia, they wake up and there is, in addition to the weather, you know how we have in our weather reports, we have things like barometric pressure and where I live in Chicago, lake effect. Clouds. Yeah, and there will be the pollen count, things like that. In Australia, they have risk of fire tornado. I think this is actually a thing they talked about. First of all, I assume a fire tornado is exactly what it sounds like. Second of all, why would anybody live in a place where there was the danger of a fire tornado? Because we lived in the Midwest. We live in the Midwest. A tornado is bad enough. But a tornado on fire sounds awful. Welcome to Game Life Balance US, the American edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. We're a lifestyle podcast hosted by adult gamers trying to juggle our hobbies with the increasing demands of the real world. Join us each week to catch up on what we've been up to lately, whether it's saving the world from space aliens or learning how to change a diaper. Check out our website for links to connect with us on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and more at gamelifebalance.us. I'm Kier from In Defense Of, a podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the one you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready, because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Here we go. So anyway, what they do with their podcast, which I think is very smart, is they start every episode talking about the kind of main thing they want to get into, whether it's a game or whatever, and then they kind of pull back and get a little more chill and talk about some general life stuff, life going zons, and the kinds of things that people people reg- who are regular listeners come to podcasts to, but the things that... The listener who just clicks on it to say, uh, you know, because he sees, oh, they're talking about Ghostbusters. I want to hear about Ghostbusters. They want to click and they just want to hear about Ghostbusters. So rather than chit chat for 20 minutes and then talk about Ghostbusters, we're just going to flip the script. We're going to flip the script, John. We're going to flip the script. Can you, I, look, can you I'm dig flipping. it? I'm, we're you flipping. Cool? We're flipped. I'm flipped. Are you flipping? Yes, I'm flipped. Can you flip? Yes. Will you flip the I script? I flipped it. I need you to flip the script. I need to flip the I don't script. Know how to flip and it. now we're going to, so we're going to start. Well, it's been flipped. You do know how to flip it, John. You just don't know. Okay, let's You don't flip even it. know your own strength. You don't even know your own strength. Fun fact. Flip the script. Fun fact. Strengths is the longest one-syllable word in the English language. I hate that word. It is the longest uh, single-syllable word. I hate that word. It's, a, it's nine letters. It's, it's an impressive. It's a strong, long word. It's, it's strengths. I'm flip. Look, the script, you know the, is nine the, the script is flipped. Ghostbusters? It's like way more than that. You know what else is nine letters? <sighs> what? Current news. 
Ten which is letters. the name of our segment. There, I just started. It's actually it's, eleven. It's got a, it's got a space Six, in there. Eight, it's actually eleven with it plus, plus a, a space. space. So eleven or twelve characters, okay. but eleven letters, okay. alphanumeric letters. Uh, but you know what? In addition to current news, has eleven letters. Ghostbusters. Yes, that's actually true. I, is it? Are uh, you sure it's not 12, 12, char- 12 letters? Listen, I'm bad. G-H-O-S-T-B-U-S-T-E-R. Okay. Including the space, both current news and Ghostbusters have 12 characters. How's that? That's bold of you to say. That's a bold claim. Some might say it's an italics claim or underline. Why are we talking about Ghostbusters? What's the big news about it? All right. So, I don't know. You're the one that wanted to talk about it. I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed with your ability to really (laughs) intro this topic. I sat there and I threw it to you so you could introduce it to us. And here you are. So Nice transition, John. Well done. So on Twitter today, on Twitter today, Ghostbusters was trending. And I looked and I said, I wonder why this can't be good. Because you have your finger on the pulse. Your finger. (laughs) My finger's on. You've got your finger on the pulse because... You are a social me- social media guru. That's your title. Guru is my title, actually. Okay. Yes. So, I do. I do. I have my finger on many pulses, and Twitter is one of them. So, one of the trending topics is Ghostbusters. So I go, well, this can't be good, and I click it, and sure enough, the cast of the all new Ghostbusters is going to appear on Ellen. Which okay, they announced a publicity event. That's fine. Everyone does talk shows. This is a regular thing. And then apparently there's the news that I guess on that same episode Hillary Clinton is going to appear. I don't know if that's even true. I didn't even click, but on these links to to verify. But that's what the people on Twitter were saying. So I chose to believe it. It doesn't matter. That it's not really that relevant. We're not going to talk about them on Ellen, or we're not going to talk about them. And, uh, you know, in Hillary Clinton or, or, or pandering or, or gender wars or any of that. We're not going to zoom out to that. Um, but what happened was as a result of this, I was on Google Hangouts, as was John, because we're very good at multitasking during the day. And I made a couple – you you opened the conversation because you saw my tweets, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, correct. Okay. So, you, so John saw a couple tweets. I, t- I retweeted a couple people. They were kind of sarcastic. One of the tweets was from a guy, and I believe it said something like – Really upset about the new Ghostbusters because the only thing I liked about the originals was the fact that it was for men or something like that. It's just you, basically people making fun of everything. Um, and so you you opened a conversation with me and you you didn't understand why people hate so hard, right? I didn't understand why I didn't understand why people already hate the new Ghostbusters movie so much when it hasn't come out yet. That's that's more of kind of where my headspace is at with that movie right now. Right. So is like is is basically just the movie is not out yet. It has been promoted for what roughly a year now, I would say maybe a little less than that, and people have hated the movie from well from really the moment it was announced. Well, Hold on, I need to ask for a clarification. Did people hate it from the moment it was announced, or did they hate it from the moment that it was announced that there would be an all-female cast? I think, well, I think both. I think there were people that were not enthused with the idea of a new Ghostbusters movie, at least from what we were talking about and what you told me. There were people that were upset that 
that they were trying to make a new Ghostbusters movie. And then when the news came out that it was going to be an all-female cast, then there was a new coalition of people that both entered the fold and it re-energized some of the current people that were upset with the fact that they were remaking Ghostbusters. So it just ended up making things worse that it was an all-female cast from the people that were already upset is kind of what it seemed like. Okay, sure, and that makes sense. So what I thought would be fun is I thought John and I should just read out loud our entire Google Hangouts conversation, and that will be our podcast. What do you think? That's, it's actually a good idea because I sound much smarter with my writing than I do when I talk. Well, I'll use this as a launching point, and I will quote you because this was hilarious. I, I did actually laugh at my desk at this thing you said. And this is from Jonathan, Uncle Stabo Martin, and I quote, The internet doesn't make sense to me sometimes. Like, I get the talking to friends and saying something like, Man, that idea sounds stupid. Because that's what you do when you're talking to friends. But I don't get the, Man, that idea sounds stupid. So now I need to get online and tell everyone why it is stupid and why they are wrong. And also tell my friends, this, this all-female Ghostbusters, this is the hill I die on. This is the sword on which I fall. This is my battle. This is my battle, the battle my life was chosen for. And I thought that was hilarious. Well, well I mean, the, the severity of the reaction of some of these posts that people like make online really make it seem that way. But isn't everything online hyperbolic? Yes, it is, but that's one of the things that I was bringing up in terms of why I dislike the online space as a space to have discussion, right? There's a lot of things I like about on, about the internet facilitating <laughs> discussion. I, I would say without writing them down, like writing down a list, that there are far more things that I dislike about the internet as a place to have discussion. And you're never hyperbolic. You just leave that to me. I mean, that would be hyperbolic probably to say that I am never hyperbolic. I'm sure that there are times in my life that I am hyperbolic, yes. Uh, you just but, said you are never hyperbolic. That was hyperbole. Caught you. That's actually what I said. I, I wasn't. I actually said I, I didn't do you that. You said you were that. never hyperbolic. So, so uh, I would say that I might be hyperbolic about some things, but I, I don't see myself getting hyperbolic about stuff like movies and video games. Like at the end of the day to me, even the video games and the movies that I am the most passionate about, I don't I don't go to bat for them like they are the most important thing in my life, if that makes sense. I don't have anything against people that do either. I really don't. If you are that passionate about something, godspeed to you. Like I love that you as a person I'm using the royal you here. I'm not referring to you specifically, unless you specifically are like this. But if you love something so much that that is like part of your inherent identity that you identify with, uh, that you identify with the like the characters in it in a way that makes helps you to validate yourself, good on you. Like that's great that you have found something that you're that passionate about. Everyone should be able to find something that they are that passionate about. I firmly, I can really believe that. I really do. And if that's Ghostbusters, like, for God's sakes, great. And maybe I was poking a little fun at people that were like that, if if that's what I was saying there. But really, I, I mean this when I say it, that, like, if you love Ghostbusters, if Ghostbusters is that important to you, like the original Ghostbusters, one, I don't understand it. But that doesn't mean that you're wrong. It just means that I don't understand it. But two, good for you for being that involved with 
a, a franchise that you, you love it that much. Like, good for you. That's great that you like it that much. I don't understand it, and that's fine. I don't understand a lot of stuff, and that's fine. Yeah, I would say this goes back to... We, we talked about something similar to this around the time that Gamergate became a thing, which we weren't allowed to talk about on Unqualified Gamers, but since we're not a video game podcast anymore, I guess we can talk about it. So, you know, Gamergate... There were a lot of people involved in this Gamergate movement, which is about one thing or the other, depending on who you ask. But a lot of people involved in this movement were really upset about commentary from people like Anita Sarkeesian that criticized the video game industry. And a lot of people in the movement took that criticism very, very personally as if it was a, a personal criticism, which, which I totally can understand. But I remember, John, in some of our private conversations, you had a hard time necessarily understanding uh, and and some mainstream mainstream some video game journalism outlets talked about this too from varying angles that some people were just able to understand and other people weren't when you identify so closely with something that it becomes kind of a part of your identity and who you are that when it gets attacked you almost by association kind of get attacked like when you tell me my internet is terrible that. I don't know, like, I don't have any pride for my internet. I'm not responsible for my internet service. I'm not the provider. I'm the one that's got it wired kind of shoddy, and I, you know, my router is 100 feet away from me because my apartment's extremely long. I don't know if you've heard that. But it still is this, like, almost personal gut reaction I have when you say something about my internet, even though it's completely completely there's no logical reason for that to happen and i think people feel that way about anything that they like i mean if you spend 300 hours playing world of warcraft in six months and i tell you yeah i didn't really like that game i thought it was poorly programmed i think it's crappy i think the storylines are really bland i think the textures are stupid like you know and i start to trash it maybe maybe you don't feel anything but i would imagine most people would have some kind of like almost defensive instinct kind of go up a little bit and it's it's and there's a book i'm reading about a psychology slash philosophy book about um people's minds operate basically and it says instinct and gut reactions always come before logic so sometimes something upsets you and you don't have any logical reason why but then your mind justifies why it's you know why you're upset by that and then your mind kind of follows is based on some basic psychological stuff i'm doing so i don't know i mean do you never get upset if somebody is like oh i don't really like this about a thing you like when we were talking today i said that the video game with which i most invested myself was definitely world of warcraft you know i ended up leading raids in 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 a guild for quite a while i have Easily over 100 days played of that game, 100 days worth of actual hour time played, probably closer to 200. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot of time that I have invested into that game. And I've read plenty of criticism about why that game is, is one, not good, or two, no longer good. And that doesn't affect me personally. I, I just, I I read that and I look at that kind of criticism and I say, that is the opinion of this person or the opinion of this outlet or or whatever but it doesn't it doesn't affect my enjoyment of that thing and that was kind of what we were talking about today was there are all these people that are so upset about the new ghostbusters movie 
and about the idea that they're that they're making it and they're changing a bunch of stuff and that it's going to be an all female cast and it's going to be nothing like the original and a different type of director and et cetera, et cetera. And I said yes. And for me, in my opinion, that doesn't change at all the quality of the previous products of the previous movies. So if this new Ghostbusters movie come out, this new Ghostbusters movie comes out and it's awful, right? It's just terrible. It's as terrible as everybody on the internet thought it was going to be. And it's just a really bad movie. It does not take anything away, in my opinion, from the original Ghostbusters or Ghostbusters 2, which was honestly not that great of a movie, in my opinion. I didn't think it was that great. But the original Ghostbusters is wonderful. I would still go back and watch the first Ghostbusters and enjoy it, I'm sure, just as much. Because that movie's awesome. And we had, we had a, you brought up the same thing like Indiana Jones, the fourth Indiana Jones, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which was not very good. But it doesn't take anything away from the first three movies at all. Those movies still exist in their original forms and are still amazing. I, I'm, I just, I, I get, I mean, I get what you're saying. And I actually, I actually agree in a lot of cases, right? Yes. The original Indiana Jones trilogy is still amazing. Yes. The first Matrix movie is still probably a really good movie, despite the second two Matrix movies being god awful and barely watchable. So I, I, I get that it doesn't ruin the original product, but I don't think that's what people get upset about. I think people get upset about the overall quality of a thing that they identify with in in one way or another decreasing. For example, I consider Battlestar Galactica an average show. And I say that knowing that the first and second season are two of the best seasons of television ever to air. But season three is not that great and season 4 is quite frankly awful and the season f- the series finale is quite frankly awful and when you have interviews where the writers are saying things about like literally saying we don't actually know understand what happened in the ending we don't really know what that was supposed to stand for there's i mean there's no clue it's just so bad then i have to look at battlestar galactica and when people say should i watch it i say eh and i i feel but like then but then why can't you say watch seasons one and two end there i do why, i do right but why but but why couldn't anybody say that about anything why couldn't because you brought up other you, people can't you brought up chrono cross and chrono trigger today chrono trigger being one of probably both of our favorite role-playing games that we've ever played chrono yeah. cross being in my opinion a pretty good game not nearly in the same caliber as, as chrono trigger and you you said that that you said today, and I don't know if you were being 100% serious, but you said basically that that took away from the overall feeling you had about Chrono Trigger. And my response to you is, why can't you just, like, why can't you just tell somebody, hey, if you're going to play the Chrono Trigger series, Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross, and you don't think Chrono Cross maybe is that great of a game, why don't you just tell them, you know, you can skip Chrono Cross, it's not that great, but Chrono Trigger is phenomenal, you should play that Go play that. Because my enjoyment gets affected in Chrono Trigger because in Chrono Cross they kill most of the original cast of Chrono Trigger. So I okay, yes I yes I I, I play Chrono like, Trigger I and I get to the end and I am robbed a sense of victory. This is my problem with the Mega Man series as well, just storyline wise. By the way, all the Mega Man games and Mega Man X games are pretty fun, but storyline wise, I hate it because Mega Man X. Well, Mega Man is about. A robot, a, a, a mad scientist that builds a bunch of robots. A robot. A, it's it's a, a robot. robot. 
that uses robots for evil, and then you defeat the robots, and then you save the world. Mega Man X is about how basically after you saved the world, evil reploid robots came and killed everyone. Cool. So all that heroism and all the heroic deeds that I did in all of the Mega Man games were for naught because there was this robot uprising that just happens anyway. And then the Mega Man Zero series is the same thing. The Mega Man ZX series is the same thing. Literally every Mega Man series is basically, yeah, about 100 years later, uh, robots uh, uprose and killed everybody, and now you're in a post-apocalyptic landscape. And, and it gets more and more post-apocalyptic. They have had several apocalypsi in the Mega Man series. Many apocalypses. Apocalypses? Apocalypses. Apocalyptical. Apocalypse. Apocalyp. That's... Apocalypses. Apocalypses. Okay. Wouldn't that bother you at all to be like, oh, I just played these eight games that were so cool, and oh, actually, no, everyone dies immediately following them? No, not at all, because the games were each individually cool. No. Like, the game, the games were still cool. No. The games were still no. cool. Like, like Harry... So, so, let's take the Harry Potter franchise, a beloved seven-book franchise, for Loved. instance. Generally, I think people consider the first book kind of the weakest of the entire thing. But it's not like... It's not like... It's not like because the first book is considered the weakest of the entire series that it brings down the overall quality of the series. That's different. Why is that different? Because it gets better. That's, that's like legitimately the same argument that no, we're having, not. though. Is that if it gets... One, no, it's, it's not. Yeah, if, if, if you're saying basically if one bad... If like one bad thing exists within the franchise or series or, or product of stuff that you like, that it brings down the overall quality and your overall feeling of that series... That's basically what you just said. It's the latest or one of the more recent chapters of a chronicle are terrible. But if it's the first, I mean, the first Terminator movie is awful, but the second Terminator movie is awesome. Both Terminators are actually awesome. It's Terminator 3 where it really kind of jumps the shark. Everybody knows that. First of all, you know that sounds dumb because it sounds because it because it sounds dumb. Second of all, my problem isn't even that people are concerned that the movie is going to be not good. I, that that to me is is fine. I think that's a legitimate concern. That you can go in with a little bit of skepticism that I just don't think that they're going to be able to capture the magic that the first movie captured. I think that's a that's a, like a legitimate concern to have. My big problem is that there's basically a contingent of people that are saying because I don't think necessarily that this movie should be made or it's not being made in the way that I think it should be made, then nobody should go see this movie. That's my problem. And nobody should see this movie, so we agree. I don't have a problem with people enjoying stuff. I want people to enjoy stuff. I like when people like things. That's great. You should. But when you think that you're liking things or loving things should take away from somebody else's liking of stuff... Or even possibility of liking stuff. This movie isn't even out yet. The movie doesn't exist. There's no... It, it doesn't exist in a finished form. There are no... There's no verdict anywhere as to the quality of this movie. When that is not... that It's not even in existence yet. When your... It's, hatred is too strong of a word, probably. But when your... When your dislike of this product that doesn't exist yet is so strong that you try to... 
do you try to bring down the hype that other people may have for it? That's kind of where I draw the line. And I say, you know, I'm not going to sit there and bash the stuff that you like. I don't care if you're into, I don't know, unicycling and balloon animals. I don't give a, like, that's kind of cool. I can't do that. That's kind of cool. If you spend all your time doing that, good for you. I'm not going to sit there and bash it. It doesn't affect my ability to enjoy bicycling and not doing stupid balloon animals, right? I think you're a curmudgeon and you don't like the way the kids these days talk. I don't think you like the language of the internet. We've pretty much established that that's the case. And I... Well, I've said that there's a lot of things I don't like about right. the internet. I would argue yes. that in the language, in the new language of society, of the internet, where everything is hyperbolic, people have to be allowed to say that to, one, show studios what they're thinking, and two, be able to express themselves. And And I think that it is up to the the people that are getting hype to just tune it out. I mean, I'm extremely excited about Civilization VI. I'm super hype about Civ Six. Comes out in September, a lot or October. A lot of people already on Reddit are trashing the art style. Oh, it looks like a cartoon. Oh, better not make it more like Civ Five. Oh, Civ Four was the greatest. And I hear, I, I see people bitching and moaning, but I don't care. And that doesn't affect me. But what that is saying is, if enough of those people start this big movement and go up to Firaxis and say, look, this is awful, this is not the way it should be, then Firaxis will actually think of that. Think of Mass Effect 3. The ending to Mass Effect 3 was so wildly panned and destroyed by everybody that they ended up going and patching and changing it and, and making fewer people angry. Same with the dead. But how can you, but how can you quantify the response in, in, in a large anonymous pool of infinite created users on a variety of messages. How can you quantify that response? Social listening tools. I work with them at work all the time. Got it. Okay. Social list. You got, you got they me. They have I don't enterprise know what level tools that will scan literally billions of websites uh, on a Boolean basis for... Oh, Booleans. Yeah, for di- different linguistic patterns to see whether people's sentiment are positive or negative. And it's not a perfect system, but it does at least... I mean, I could go on, on this tool right now that my company uses and search for Hillary Clinton on Twitter from the last 24 hours and know exactly... Oh. I could build a word cloud of the most used terms, whatever words and hashtags people are using and whether the sentiment is positive or negative... And her campaign is probably using this. Bernie Sanders' campaign is using this. All the campaigns are using this. And following the release of anything, different companies are using this. You, you raised your hand. But what stops me as, as the person that really wants their opinion out there and to be heard about just how angry I am that this movie is getting made? What stops me from creating 4,000 accounts on Reddit? Because that's how pissed off I am. I am pissed off. Did I tell you I was pissed off? I am pissed off about this movie what stops me from making four thousand reddit accounts posting the same garbage post on like all of them maybe with some slightly different wording but posting the same thing on on all four thousand accounts and having that boost that signal in a way that's not authentic that's not genuine what stops that you would need an ex it would need to be on such a massive scale that i don't even think that it would affect an overall impact i that just sounds as somebody who knows nothing about this, that just sounds naive to me. Even though I know nothing about this, that sounds naive. Yeah, well, 
That's okay. Anyway, I, I, I would argue people should be able to express themselves in this way. And, and I, I, did I, did I say they shouldn't though? Did you I did. Ever, you said did people I aren't ever allowed that, to say anything negative on the internet. Did I ever make that argument? No, I, I just would like to make a call to people to be less hyperbolic about everything about, you just said is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's a good point. I can't refute that. Right. So anyway, if 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 Ghostbusters being remade destroyed your life, I want to hear from you. I want you to write in. Please send us an email. Uh, unqualified podcast um, unqualified at gmail dot com. I want to hear from you if re- and especially if remaking it with four women ruined your life. Like if your life wasn't ruined when they announced it, but then they announced that it was going to be four women, and then your life was ruined. I want to hear from you because uh, I know that's important to you, and I. I just I I want to know if these people if it's real I want I get, like part of me feels like it and of course I'm only using my own perspective to govern my perspective of other people right but part of me doesn't think that it's that it's a real response like like I just can't see people legitimately being that upset that Ghostbusters is being remade I just like I have a, my head has a hard time wrapping itself around that idea that that's how angry we're getting about a movie being made it's weird because i've noticed the more anybody gets into anything the more it can affect them and lately i have been paying less and less attention to the presidential election and i'm a diehard bernie sanders supporter totally feel the burn but when i was really in it he you know after a couple big losses i i literally could barely sleep because i was just so upset about it and lately, I've pretty much stopped following coverage for the most part just because there's so much negativity on so much messed up reporting and coverage and misreporting and like the Nevada convention where all the weird stuff went. There's so much garbage and corruption and horrible, horrible undemocratic things happening in this country. It's I, like I can't process it. And now, you know, like tonight they had on TV – there's some caucus going on or some uh, primary going on. And I, I, he was winning at the time, but uh, distancing myself, it's like, I know if, when I do see a headline now, I no longer get so upset or so whatever. But I imagine that politics is different, of course, because you kind of identify more personally. It has more to do with your values than things like movies and things. But if I'm a guy that hosts a, a geek podcast and is really, really into Marvel comic books or DC or a certain show or Star Trek or really into the Star Wars movies and I'm all Star Wars all the time and something happens that really bothers me, then I feel like it would really bug me if I had one expectation and I went the other way. And I don't know that necessarily the reaction is proportional, but I don't know. I, I can understand. I can sympathize with it to a degree. I just don't see it affecting the previous product, the previous stuff that you enjoyed within that franchise. Another, another example that just came to my, came into my head, Spider-Man got rebooted recently. And wasn't he rebooted as a Hispanic man? He's or was African-American he African-American? American? Right now, I think. Okay. And that was, there was a lot of people that that was a super big deal to. Um, it turned out to kind of like, it kind of had totally died down. It, it doesn't sound like it's a big deal at all anymore, but when it was first announced, people were, there were, also a contingent of people that were upset about that. But if it was something that you were upset about, and I'm not making a value judgment as to whether you should be upset or not. If that's something that you're upset about, that 
I'm not I'm not judging you for that. But what what I would say is does does that type of thing affect the quality of the previous story arcs and comic books with Spider-Man in them that you enjoyed so much? Like I have a hard time seeing how some people say yes. Because to me, I say no, those comics exist in their exact same form. They're still just as awesome as they were, even if they completely changed this character in this new brand new story arc that you may not agree with. All of the previous stuff still exists and it's still awesome. Like the one example that we the one example that we brought up today that we were talking about that was slightly different was the the prequel Star Wars movies. Because George Lucas went in and he said these are the changes I want to make. This is more of the vision of what I originally you mean had. The special in these edition, movies. and he altered the correct, and he altered the original movies, the movies that did exist previously. He altered them, and granted, that's his artist's vision. You know, this is a different. It's a different discussion about whether the artist's vision should matter, like whether that's that's something that should be taken into account. That's not what we're talking about here, but simply by the fact of he went and changed the original product the original thing that everybody loved so much that to me is a slightly different situation it's a different scenario than the other stuff we're talking about we're just talking about other products within a franchise right now right and to me that stuff doesn't change like the stuff that was the the greatest things in that franchise you know harry potter book seven and six to a lesser extent five and four those books are still to me the best books in the series one two and three are great but they're not as good. But those books not being as good doesn't change the quality of books four, five, six, and seven to me. Okay. And that's the thing that I have that's the thing I have a hard time understanding is why people think that somehow their childhood vision of Ghostbusters, when they were seven and it was so magical and it was an, an amazing movie, why the idea that a new Ghostbusters reboot, maybe with a different cast, with a cast of women, and again, that's not that might not even be your problem. Your problem could just be that they're remaking it royal you that's upset why that suddenly colors your view of the original movie differently that's the thing i don't understand because nobody changed that movie the movie's still awesome it's gonna be awesome interesting and i don't understand why you can't just say yeah that original movie that was awesome the new one i didn't really like it that much didn't really like the 2016 reboot loved the original that's the kind of stuff i don't understand that's kind of maybe there's a sense of Making the original obsolete. I mean, maybe if I'm a really big fan of The Office, the TV show, season one, The British Office, I'm a really big fan, and then the American one comes and takes off, and then the British one gets canceled, maybe you get upset, because when people talk about The Office, they're not talking about the thing I liked, they're only talking about the new one. I don't know. There's a lot of possibilities. I think there's some, I think there's some, there's some kind of middle area here where there are sometimes where, where one piece of a franchise may affect another i think a really good example of that actually that's going on right now in popular culture is game of thrones actually because george rr R. martin originally said he wasn't really going to do much with the tv show i think and now i believe he is very much involved with the creation of the tv show and a lot of people think that that has decreased the pace at which he's working on the books right so i think that that like that and and because the two things are coming out at the same time there's also a large concern by there's a large concern by lovers of the books that the TV show is going to color the way that the the story of the books go. So that's kind of like a different situation. I think there's some situations where 
something new may affect something else in the franchise. But the stuff that we just talked about, none of that, I think, fits into those categories. Yeah, I can't argue with you. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, if you want to hear me talk more about Ghostbusters, on, uh, I guess start on the last... One of the more recent GunnaGeek.com podcasts, official podcast. And I I talk there mostly about how I get very annoyed when people insist that the only reason people might be upset about the new Ghostbusters film is because it's got females in it. And I violently disagree. You can listen to my whole argument there. I won't repeat it here. But uh, I got some of that on Twitter today, and that's why I, I had a couple snide tweets about it. I'm sure some people out there, maybe that's their thing, but... I, I found I I did some googling because that's what I do research. Found a couple articles from 2012, 2013, 2014. There were there were it had titles like things that never need to be remade or rebooted, or franchises that need to be left alone, or whatever. And Ghostbusters was on almost was on almost all those lists. So people were, were already predisposed to get upset about this far be before the woman thing. And the best examples I could come up with. To, just to wrap it up, are in terms of outrage, as soon as a reboot is announced, I Willy Wonka jumps into mind immediately. I was in, kind of annoyed mildly when they announced the Johnny Depp one, and people love Johnny Depp. And I saw the new one, and it's not that bad, but it's not as good as the Gene Wilder. And it didn't affect my overall feelings about the original, John, to your to your point i i also feel like it was a totally different thing like they weren't trying to do anything it doesn't matter it's still there was a nostalgia factor that affected people people were upset by it i mean people were they you know the willy wonka charlie and chocolate factory is about a singing gene wilder in the 60s with a bunch of cheesy characters and musical numbers it's not this dark johnny depp thing even though that's what the author originally intended it to be the author who hated the original movie apparently because he did intend it to be darker like the johnny depp version but nostalgia childhood and there's also a south park episode that completely explores how george lucas and uh, Steven Spielberg raped everyone's childhood with Indiana Jones 4. So I, I just don't think it's exclusive to Ghostbusters by any means. It's, I think that the, the woman thing's just a, a icing on the cake that is causing way more discussion than I think even needs to happen. I would just plead to people to stop being so angry. Shut up! Be. I'm pissed that you would say that. Get it? That was my joke. You're terrible at everything. Hey, we should do Joya Palmer's. We should do another segment that you introduced because I can't talk real quick before we go. We can wrap in the next. Mm, it's not. It's it's not you real. Want to do it next week? We could do the whole episode next. Right. Yeah, because it's definitely something I want to talk about more in depth. So other parents will commiserate right. with me. Uh, yeah, a bit of a shorter episode this week. I had a bit of a late start. I was grabbing dinner with my brothers in town, and uh, you know, life stuff. Chicago. Um, yeah, basically. Is there anything so next? Like so next week for sure we'll do that because I don't feel like coming up with content for next week anyway. And next week is going to be our last episode before we go bi-weekly. Yeah, that's right. And there's a really fun thing happening next weekend that I'm sure we'll mention in the. I'm sure we'll mention in the podcast next week. We'll mention it here too because we might. Is there a chance we're going to record something live? I mean, there's a. I assume there's probably a chance. Yeah, but it, you and many other of our friends are going to be coming up to visit me up in the great state of Minnesota here. So there's going to be a few of us up here mm-hmm. together, which will be great. Yeah, for Martin Con to play games Memorial Day weekend. That's right. So the plan right, right now, listener, is between Memorial Day and Labor Day, we'll be doing the podcast bi-weekly. I just need some extra free time this summer 
to be totally honest. <laughs> it's just between this and WGN, I'm doing a lot of podcasting and I do have a full-time job on top of this. So uh, I just I just told John and John to be to be transparent, John wanted to keep doing every week, but since I do the a lot of the bulk of the editing, I just I'm burned out <laughs> on editing. So we're gonna go every other week and I'm gonna try to time it with Game Life Balance Australia so we do their off weeks. So this will work out well for you because every week you could still listen to Game Life Balance. You'll just have to alternate between U.S. and Australian podcasts. And maybe our episodes that John and I do will be longer in the summer because we'll only be doing it once every two weeks. So there'll be a slight adjustment, but but uh, that'll start after next week. And uh, good times. That's all I got. Did you like the end of that sentence? Yeah, good times. Uh, yeah, good times is good. Cool. And um, for a quick little... Promotional segments, uh, promotional considerations provided by, we are a part of the Gun and Geek Network. I already mentioned the GunandGeek.com podcast earlier, but I'd also like to mention a couple other great shows on there. You can go to GunandGeek.com to find other podcasts just like ours, except probably nerdier. So this week on All Things Good and Nerdy, episode 210, In the Mood for Dude, this week Naki runs down her experience at BookCon, Chris has news on the fate of Supergirl. Willie brings up the future plans Disney has for the Disney Infinity Games. And Anthony speaks about the passing of artist Darwin Cook. Then it's on to a spoiler-filled chat on Captain America Civil War. Have you seen that yet? Not yet. Uh, 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 Maybe this weekend. Uh, uh, that got weirdly sexual. And on Nerd Alert News, episode 35, Supergirl is renewed. Check out Nerd News episode 35. There was some awesome news that broke, namely that Supergirl has been renewed for season two and will be moving to another network. I'll leave that up to you to listen to hear which one. Chris is joined by Michelle and Neil from the Starling Tribune to run down this news and speculate on what the move the CW might mean for the show going forward. What the move to the CW, which I just... You just you just spoiled it. Well done. Yeah. To edit that out with the with uh, do the sound of an air horn. I'm not know, editing anything with the with the move to the. Uh, 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 I don't edit. Did you notice, by the way, that the latter half of this podcast went perfectly smoothly, and all I had to do is lower the video quality on Hangouts? Is that what you did? Literally, I had, there's a button that says adjust bandwidth, and we were on yeah. auto HD, and I just moved it to medium, and literally oh. not a single skip, and your voice synced with your face the entire time. That's fantastic. I love it when my voice syncs with my face. I've always said that. I remember you saying that. You've been saying I that al- for years. I always do. I have been saying that for years. So, listener, thanks for thanks for joining us. Cody had mentioned the uh, the Australia based podcast, uh, also called Game Life Balance. You should definitely go check that out. You can find that at Game Life Balance Australia. Uh, just want to say thank you again for listening to the Game Life Balance US podcast, the American edition of the Game Life Balance podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode, and leave us a review if you really want to make our day. You can find us on Gunna Geek Network at gunnageek.com or on the official podcast network of Chicago's WGN Radio at wgnplus.com. I'm sorry, Chicago's what? <laughs> I think w- I said WGN. WGN I think I. WGN Radio? <laughs> It was, it was my accent. I couldn't help it. Uh, Minnesota. My, my Minnesotan accent. Uh, learn about more Game Life Balance, including contact information and links to our sh- sister show in Australia at gamelifebalance.us. 
I think I pronounced that correctly. It was WGR Radio. You are up in Minnesota. That means you can more easily move to Canada once President Trump gets sworn in. I can. I can totally move to Canada. It's not that far away. Get it, everyone, because everyone's moving to Canada no matter who the president is. Who's the president going to be? Who's going to be president? But that mainstream media, man. <laughs> Get it? Cause Good one. Thank you. Thank you.